listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Well, welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hi, and we are ready to splash you with some love and laughter to hopefully rehydrate your soul. But we are so excited about oh today's gosh, episode. This is just like so yeah, fun. Yeah, like almost <laughs> this is our favorite episode. Okay, so get over it, but you'll know why soon. Um, we This episode, we have two millennials. I like to call them world changers. Um, you know, two millennials, competitive sport athletes, both at a very high level. But these these two are just kicking butt for Jesus. Yeah, they are. They, they just leak Jesus in what they're doing, and I love that. But the first world changer is the one and only Lev Beret. What's up, Lev? Ooh, you have a good voice on here, Lev. He's like, Thank hello, you. hello. Um, for those of you who don't know, Lev is the son of Candace Cameron Beret and Val Beret, and is the grandson of, of Moi. Bar- Come on. <laughs> of moi. moi? There Barbara you go. Cameron. <laughs> Even more important, right? I mean, he wouldn't be here but for That's you. Right. Exactly. That's um, right. But Lev is an amazing athlete. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't even make my top 10 in describing you, but because we're going to get into this and a lot of parents listening love their kids to get into sports or get scholarships right. and all that. Yeah. It's like, you're an athlete. I mean, it's unbelievable. But yeah. this kid competes at the highest level. I mean, he's he's doing the hockey league that's pretty much the one that feeds yep. into the, to the NHL, that's which right. they draft you right out of there. Right, uh, yeah. yeah it's, all the draft picks are coming from there. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I know. <laughs> so lean in, people. Just lean in. He's 19 and he's already kicking butt and taking names. And yes. So our other world changer today is our amazing and my goddaughter. Oh, Brookie Bryan, <laughs> daughter of Shalene and Bryce. I'll take full credit for that. Yes, you <laughs> shall. So Brooke is playing NCAA Division I lacrosse at Liberty University. Amazing university, by the way. And she has a heart for God and a passion to point others to him. Mm. Okay, so ladies first. Okay, (laughs) Becky. I mean, I know you, Brookie. I've known you since you were born. And I can remember your mom saying, I don't know how to do this. I don't know whether I'm going to be a good mom or not. Well, the proof is in the pudding, girl. Mm. Your mom has done an amazing job with you. Not only are you beautiful, but your heart is beautiful. You are a world changer. And um, I want my listeners to get to know you as well as I do. Um, You just have a heart for the Lord. And and everything you do is uh, to honor and glorify him. So I'm so proud of you. And I thank you for being here. So let's get started, okay? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I've seen your new Instagram account at Brooks Grid. Grind. Grind. Oh. Grind? Yeah, it was grind. Grind. It's supposed to be grind. Oh, it's a funny name to be honest. It's usually me. No, it's not you, buddy. Because I always say what I mean. Don't mean what I say. You know? No, no, no. You were right. I was right. Yay! Brooks grind. You know? You know what? Yeah. It's not too far off. Okay. But anyway, I've seen what you're doing. I see your discipline. I see. I mean, you're on summer break right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. and what you are doing is amazing. You are so disciplined from your eating. And you know what? It reminded me of, you know, fasting. You know, when we fast, we're not supposed to boast. We're not, we're supposed to do it in secret. Right. Yes. I've been at a really nice restaurant with you, Brookie, and you've maintained eating. You just pull out your little 
lunch bag of dinner, put it on your plate. Nobody's even noticing that you've brought your own dinner, but you've stayed disciplined Mm. because you have such a heart to be the best that you can be for the Lord. And um, even when you're not playing, and so your not only your your amazing recipes that you're cooking to keep yourself on track, but the exercises. I mean, tell our listeners what a typical summer break day consists of for a Division One lacrosse player like you. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> it's super cool to have the time period of summer because that's the time where you can really get ahead. So just. Put your head down, focus, and grind through like Lev probably knows. There's seasons of life where you just have that opportunity and you have to seize it, you know, and that's for everything. But um, day-to-day life for Brooke during the (laughs) summer is Monday through Saturdays are very hard. Um, Sundays I always take off just because your body needs to rest, your mind needs to rest. But say this morning – Every morning I do one to two hours of either weightlifting or sprint work. Um, We have a summer packet. That's what Mm -hmm. it's called for – Lev probably has it for his program, but you have certain workouts you have to do. Mm -hmm. So I do my summer packet in the morning, and then afternoons are kind of made for me to put some lacrosse in there. So what I love to do, I like play wall ball, take some shots – Work on my dodges. You're a beast, girl. <laughs> I've seen you play. I get some lacrosse work in. I make lunch. I absolutely love cooking. I, know, I love cooking. I, love cooking. I absolutely love to cook. Which is I so amazing because I make reservations. You guys know. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a good I know, cook mom. at all. And she goes, I know, Mom. That's why I learned to cook because I watched you I took you the too. paper out of the oven. <laughs> took the paper. I'm just kidding. Um, my favorite is this chicken thigh and broccoli thing I got going on. Which is on. amazing. Put some cumin on there, salt and pepper. That is my favorite meal, mm. but I make it for mom. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, mine's wrapped in bacon and a uh, little cream sauce. Hey, yeah, come good. on. <laughs> but, um, and then later on, my one of my favorite parts of the day is my night session, I call it. Mm. And it's one and a half to two hours of boxing. So I go to a Ooh, boxing studio wow. called No, the KO. studio's trying to recruit her, Les, <laughs> to box. No way. They yep. asked Bryce and I if we would let her compete. There's and a I'm sparring like, event No, no, she up. has a what brain. Else? She has a brain. No. I'm not, I'm not like, okay, Mama that's another no. episode. Lev's kind of looking at me like, why not, Aunt Shalene? What's going Thank on? Thank you, Lev. No, we're a multi-sport athlete. <laughs> so that's about what my day is, but... A big thing about my day is also just taking care of my body, rolling mm. out, ice bath, drinking a lot of water, getting good sleep, guys. Mm. Right. Viewers, yeah. you need to get your sleep. That's how That's your body right. recovers. That's get to right. bed early so you can get up early. That. Come on. Okay, like, I, I love this. I, love that. I know Lev, you guys yeah. were like, yeah. Lev, me yeah. and Lev are driving right yeah. yeah, you know, you guys are <laughs> Okay, related. Brooke, so obviously you're working really hard to reach your athletic goals. But what have you been learning through all that, and how has that impacted your faith? Yes, that's a good question, buddy. Um, yeah, she, she calls me buddy. She does. She, I do. She's I little stole buddy. it. Chilean I totally and I, you know, we call it. each We're other buddies. buddies. And then but, our children. Yeah. She yeah, calls she, me little buddy. Yeah. Grandma works for me. But. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sticking with grandma. You guys grandma. buddy it up. But anyway. I love it. Okay, so I think it definitely has been a big learning process, mm. this whole working out, grinding over the summer, this season. Um, I've been learning a lot about myself and my faith, 
Um, and one of the first things that I started learning about was through this book that I'm reading that is mm. absolutely off the charts. It is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm. And he's talking about how 50% of our lives are ruled by our habits that are sub uh, subconscious mm-hmm. to us. We don't even know we're doing them. Mm-hmm. It's just habitual. We just make them happen. So if we can start becoming aware of what our habits are and eliminating our bad habits and making more good habits, it'll change our life. Mm-hmm. And so this thing that he started talking about in the book was you just need to get 1% better every single day. Mm. You don't need to make these huge, crazy strides toward what your goals are. Just focus on being 1% better for the long haul. Mm. So he brought up this example of this, the British cycling team in 2003. These homies had not won a gold medal in 110 years. They hadn't and, won wow. a gold medal no, in 110 years. No, they hadn't years. won one. They, they were no team. good. <laughs> no, they were literally no good. And then they hadn't won the Tour de France in 110 years. Woo! So wow. these homies are professional bike riders, and they're not bringing home the gold. Yes. Mm. And so they're like, all right, fire our director. We're getting a whole new one in. So everyone thought this guy was going to come in, break down the walls, start fires in the place, and make everyone change. But this guy came in with this 1% mentality. So he goes, no, I'm going to change the little things. And in the long run, it's going to change everything. Mm. So he goes in and he goes, okay, I need to teach everybody how to wash their hands over because if you guys are getting sick, you're not getting any better. So everyone needs to take a class on how to wash their hands. Wow. He goes, we're getting you these electronic pants that heat up your muscles to the exact temperature that we need them at. We're painting our van white so we can see the dust in the van so the dust isn't falling on our bikes and making our performance go down. So these 1% changes. Wow. Within 10 years, they won some 65 gold medals in the Shut Olympics. Up. Won the Tour de wow. France. This team went from people not wanting to sponsor them because they were worried about ruining their brand sure. to everyone coming to them. Hey, can we give you our stuff for free, please? 1% mentality. Wow. So when you're going into your life, your work, things that you're doing, just focus on 1% better every day. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to eat green vegetables maybe instead of this mac and cheese. Just one decision every mm-hmm. day can make mm-hmm. a really big difference. If you're going, and that goes with a hot fudge sundae. Exactly. If I just do that. Yeah, just throw some broccoli on your hot fudge sundae. 1% better, you know? And if you're going from, he said, if you're going from LAX airport to New York, if you're trying to get there, and you just change the trajectory by 3.5 degrees over the long haul of going across the country, instead of landing in New York, you would land in Washington, D.C. That's what such a little change wow. can do over the long course of time. Wow. So it's crazy. Yeah. That is insane. That's insane. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. But, but it's so and good. so doable but because so I good think sometimes and doable. it I seems know. like things are so overwhelming. We feel like we're just like, that. Is, I can't do that. That it is a too high of a mountain. But, but you can do 1%. Yeah, anyone right. can do 1%. Like I can make a little adjustment, like a little step in a new just direction can, yeah, can get can, you facing a whole new way. I know, my well. whole yes. life, my whole life, 69 years. You know, I mean, it's all those things that have been 
programmed into your brain mm-hmm. that you can't do this and you can't do this and you get yes. and here today I'm doing stuff that's right and I'm succeeding that's by right. just making that little one yes. percent change and how do and you f- and it's like seeing your identity like what you're talking about buddy oh I can't yeah I because can't you're do this senior. and that you're so senior. yes and so but we can seniors yes we you can, can. <laughs> yeah and um the millennials are teaching so, us that so we can Brooke, yeah so how do you keep from getting discouraged and I- ignore those negative thinking because yes. it's real that's, that's yes, real totally I kind of have two ways to combat that negative thinking that's just kind of so natural for everybody to have. Um, the first way is just focusing on who I'm becoming instead of what I want to achieve. So for so long, people would come in. And Lev, you probably have tons of people come and speak to you, like motivation. Oh, tons, yeah. Yeah. And people tell you, oh, you need to set your goals. You need to put them up on the wall. And I've done that for years and years and years. And I'm a big fan of that. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of come into this new concept of focusing on who I want to become instead right. of what I want to achieve. Come on. That's right. So and good. And so instead of focusing on, hey, I want to read a book. No, I want to become a reader. Let's go. Instead of, hey, I want to pass my run test. No, I want to become a runner. Mm. So when I get in the grind and I'm doing these, maybe my sprint workout and I get up there, my legs are tired. I don't, I don't want to try today. I'm like, no, what would a fast runner do right now? They would give it all they got. What would a hard worker do right now? They would grind through even when it hurts. And so mm. instead of saying, oh, I just want to try to finish this workout. No, you can reach limits you never thought if you're focusing on your identity. Hey, I want to treat someone nicer maybe. Mm. Okay, focus on the redeemed daughter or son of Christ that you are because that will transform everything. Mm. That will make you treat people like they have the image of God in them. Mm. And so that has been really big on just my mentality and my mind. And then the last thing that has really kind of got things moving is I read in Levi Lusko's new book, I Declare War, when he talks about the importance of your mind Mm -hmm. and what's going on in your Mm -hmm. mind. Um, He talks about how you are actually the person who talks to yourself more than anyone else. Mm. And when I read that, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, (laughs) I need to be more intentional about the way I'm talking to myself. Because things are just coming in out of my mind. I'm not controlling that. So I need to control something about that. Mm. So I decided, because everyone says to you, hey, you need to do this positive self-talk to yourself. And I just don't like the way that sounds. I feel like it sounds a little cheesy. But there's truth in it. You know what I'm saying? It's humanistic. Yeah. It's humanistic. Yeah. And so I started this thing called Truth Statements. I rebranded it because it's going <laughs> to I love that. Truth statements. T-S. Of- no BS in the T-S. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I wrote out some of these things, these truths that I'm getting from the Bible and some of the truths that I just want to be true about myself. And every time that I look in the mirror, I have to say them through. So I either say all of them or just a couple of them. So share a couple. Well, okay. I'd like to hear this. This is I'm my your mother. Yeah, this it. is my thing. I'll Truth see if I can statements. Just... I like that because this whole positive thinking yes. thing. I feel like sometimes it takes Christ out of it. Yes. Because you don't right. need to know Jesus and be positive. Well, what right. it does is just gets lip, lip service to God. That's right. It's basically it still puts man at the center. It says, mm. "I believe in yourself. You can do it." Right. But you, you can, can do, do it. You, yes. So I love can't. true statements because yes. true That's statements are saying, 
Yes, you got to infuse that. it with the truth. Right. Because none and God's of this God of truth. is worth anything if the Holy Spirit's on it, if God's word isn't in it. Just throw it in the trash, right. you know? Right. So um, some of them that I say over and over are, um, I am God's beloved masterpiece. That's Philippians 2. Mm. So I'm God's beloved masterpiece. And everything I do, I'll try my best as an offer of worship to God. Mm. Every situation presents me with an opportunity to learn and to grow. Um, I'm not defined by my performance. Come on. I'm a child of God. Mm. I'm an avid reader. Mm. I'm a fast runner. I'm a hard worker and I never quit. There you go. Mm. I'll find the setup and the setback. Um, and I hate what is evil and I cling to what is good. That's Romans oh, twelve. That's awesome. and these are yeah. truth statements. So I just say it and it really helps. Like me you're out. brushing your teeth and you're just like, yeah, Hey, you just say you I want to remind claim you. what's true. Because yeah. it's so true because I also read Levi Lesko's book. Um and Jenny Lesko was on the show. Oh, come I can't on. wait for you guys to hear that. <laughs> but it's controlling the high ground, right? Controlling the highest mm-hmm. thing on our body is our head. I mean, even a SEAL team or the Navy, they go in and they want to take the high ground to to take over their enemy. Yeah. And I love what he said in the book, I Declare War. He's like, even Satan has to get permission from God to mess with you. But you can wake up and say 5,000 words to yourself. You're fat. You're ugly. You suck. You're not good at that. You're not going to get that promotion. She doesn't like you. He doesn't like you. You're probably going to lose your job. Nothing's going to... Your parents aren't happy with you. You're not... And you're just like, whoa, whoa. Those aren't truth statements. I love this. T.S. T.S. Get rid of the B.S. and go to the T.S. That's right. I love. True statements. Yeah. I just love looking beyond what I am to what my God is and to what that means to me. Mm. It doesn't matter what I am. It only matters who he is because he is all I need. Good stuff. Yep. That's awesome, Brooke. I didn't even. I love it. I didn't even know about that. (laughs) Gosh, glad I had her in the splash zone, Lev, so I could learn about my daughter this morning. How are you? I I love that because there is a mental toughness at your level. And I think Mm. some people, and I've always said this to Brooke when I met players on our team or when even when I've met some of your hockey friends, it's like, I will hire and like at least give a job interview to a division athlete, like you guys, division one athletes, because you guys have a discipline. You show up, you're prepared, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're, you're ready, you're focused, you're, you're, a team player, right? And I'm like, I'll at least give them an interview because I know they'll be there. But there's some place that I feel, Brooke, that you're sharing, and I'm excited now to get a chance for you, Lev, and then both of you to kind of collaborate about it. Bryce and I, about a month ago, um, Bryce is my husband, if those of you are just now listening, <laughs> 29 years marriage, um, <laughs> we had the privilege of seeing Lev preach. Mm. Like I'm talking about one of the largest mm-hmm. churches in Los Angeles, Shepherd of the Hills. Um, and Bryce wrong. and I, I'll be totally honest, I was blown mm-hmm. the frick away. Mm-hmm. I was in the second row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, there you I are, actually. I had someone after, one of the other girls who was up there, and she said, did you know the person in the second row? Because they were just like going after everything out there. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I yeah. paid her to be here now. Um, I, it just, it just it blows me away, and that's why parents that are listening, get your kids on the Splash podcast right now because they need to be leaning in to this. I mean, here, Lev, 19 years old, and your pastor, um, it's Dudley, right? Dudley, yeah. He gives you the platform Mm -hmm. on Saturday and all Sunday services of this Mm -hmm. mega church Mm -hmm. to speak. You you were preaching. I mean, it was it was it was unbelievable. But and you killed it. 
But do you remember what you spoke on? Do you remember the points that you were making? And I would love for you to share that with the Splash Zone this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, we spoke on 1 Timothy 4.12, uh, which says, can, yes, uh, do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set mm. an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in faith, in love, and in purity. Mm. And um, I specifically talked about the word conduct in our action. And mm. um, my kind of catchphrase that I went w- with was, you know, you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Mm. And it was just so much about how, as Christians, I feel like a lot of the time we call ourselves certain things or we say we do certain things and we use our mouths to kind of project us as really good people and really good Christians, but it's a whole nother story to actually go out into the world and be that person who we said we are. And um, I made two major points. And the first one was simply, you know, you can talk the talk, but walk the walk. You know, you say what you want, but now it's time to take what you say and turn it into the way you live your life. Mm. And not just, you know, for our own faith and our own relationship with the Lord, but then how that secondly affects the people around us. Mm. Uh, you know, you might you might be around someone who's never and known a Christian, never know what Christianity is. They might not know Christ. So your your image, of, or excuse me, their image of Christ can come from you directly and mm-hmm. how they perceive Christianity, how they perceive Christ can come from you. So, um, so true. To, to, to say we are Christian and then not acting accordingly gives a lot of people a false representation of who Christ really is. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's so important for us to act how the Bible calls us to act. And um, uh, just ending on that, how when we do act in a way that is pleasing to the Lord, it's not necessarily for our own glory, for God to be pleased with us, but so that others may turn and glorify God Mm -hmm. also. So that's what I talked about. It was just a quick, short seven minutes, but I focus on our our action and how, you know, we really have to live out what we say and what we believe in. Amen. Amen. I know. I feel like I see so many young millennials today searching for significance Mm -hmm. and it's not about money or success. And, you know, that was my generation. I'll be totally honest. It was all about that. But I see the significance in your life and in your life, Brooke, and in the way that that, the way you live splashes over onto everyone around you. Mm -hmm. And either you're splashing truth, true statements, or you're splashing trash. Totally. But you're splashing something. We're all splashing right. something on right. someone that we come in contact right. with. Right. And that, that's one thing I talked about, which I love, is that um, no matter what, everyone is looking. Someone is looking at you all yeah. the time, whether you realize it or not. And like you said, they're always going to learn something from you, whether it's the good thing or a bad thing, which is a scary truth that someone is always looking at you. So, you know, what I try to leave people with is what are they learning from you? What, mm. what, what is everyone learning from you? Because at the end of the day, the matter of fact is they're mm. learning something. You know, someone's watching you. Someone's That's looking right. up to you. So are, are they going to learn, you know, how to stray away or how to, you know, act in a way that's pleasing to the Lord? Mm. That's a good thing to think about, like, before you go to bed even, like, what are people learning from my life today? And, like, walking Ooh, through yeah. the actions that you did during your day. And kind of just like praying about that. That's super good, love. Yeah, I love that. And and you know, you're probably more in the spotlight than most. I mean, just to remind yeah. everyone, your dad 
NHL hockey player. Right. I mean, you've got Olympic blood going yes. through your body. I Hello. mean, yeah. uh, Bryce and I got to watch him in Japan yeah. win the silver medal in 98. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to Salt Lake and got the bronze. Mm-hmm. And then your grandpa way back in 68 mm-hmm. when I was born. Hello. Mm-hmm. He was in the uh, in the Olympics. With and, Mark and Spitz. With Mark Spitz, right? Mm-hmm. Swimming. Won, yep. Swimming. Won the bronze. And so... And then your mom, hello, on the hottest show on TV, Fuller House, this and that. So you're constantly in the limelight. What you do um, is magnified because of who God has placed as your parents. You didn't pick that. Of course. And so you're being watched more than most people listening right now. How do you navigate that? Because you're still human. Yeah. Um, it, well, first is it has definitely helped keep me in check with a lot of things. I will say, oh, that, that accountability of it. Because there's so much accountability when you're mm-hmm. in a spotlight, when you have so many people mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. towards you, mm-hmm. it really makes you think twice before you make every decision. Which, wow. in that sense, has I'm I, I'm thankful for that, and I have benefited from that a lot because I could have made some pretty poor decisions in my life. Yeah. And um, the only reason I didn't make those decisions was because I knew how many people could possibly see that and would look at me and could think less of me. But either way, that helped keep me in check. And don't and also the family. I mean, it's not just about right. you. It's about the whole family. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're representing God and your family. Exactly. And who I'm associated with. You know, if if I do something that's quote unquote wrong, Mm -hmm. that doesn't just damage my reputation, but it can damage my parents' reputation and the business they're in and our whole Mm -hmm. image. Mm -hmm. Right. And yet I hear you. That's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot. Right. Yeah. Wow. How are you doing with all that? Definitely better than I have been, I think, um, because I'm not perfect. I don't think no one is. Nobody. So I have definitely, (laughs) I mean, I've definitely made mistakes and done so many wrong things. And uh, the beautiful part about that is I've been able to learn from them, which is great. Um, Mm -hmm. So the more I go on this journey, the more I know how to treat things, especially in the spotlight, um, because I have made those mistakes in the past. And when people see things that I do that aren't the best and, um, I, I learned from those. Luckily, that happened earlier on in my life. So now, you know, as I'm starting to become a young adult and a man, that yeah. um, I have a lot better understanding of how to act, but especially in that spotlight. Speaking of acting, watching you um, just share truth from God's word. I mean, you're a gifted speaker. You're totally you. natural. You can say all the things. The camera loves you. It's the way God made you. Like Brooke would say, you're his masterpiece. But what are you interested in going into that? I know hockey right now is a big deal. Right. Like you're you're on this this team that feeds into the NHL. Right. But I'm watching you up there going, Hello, like your mom. You also I know you got the hockey side, but your mom is kind I of know. a killer well, actress. Even when you were in, in high school, remember the play you were in? I know my, my oh eighth my grade gosh. year, I was I, the we were yes, yes. Away. Yes. We're yes. like, oh I my gosh, that. maybe he's gonna go into acting. Right. He was so, so what good. are you I know the world's your oyster right now, Lev, but what do you <laughs> feel God's pulling you towards? Um, well, or do you uh, even know? No, I, I will say this. I, I don't know if my mom's going to, I don't know if my mom wants to listen to this part because I'm giving her a little bit of hope, but yeah, I've, <laughs> I've had some interest in acting for yeah. sure. I know she's going to take that little thing and <laughs> yeah. blow it up. You know, she's a director. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's going to create a show um, around you. But uh-huh. it all comes down to priorities really. And right now, um, being an athlete has definitely been a huge priority over, uh, acting or being mm-hmm. in that. Hollywood business, we'll say. Right. Um, so, 
the reason I haven't done anything is because I'm fully committed to hockey and being an mm-hmm. athlete in sports. So um, it just comes down to Brooke's priorities. Brooke's nodding. She can right. feel you that. Know, yeah. You know, if, if, if I wasn't playing hockey and I had more time opened up, then sure, I would, wouldn't mind a dabble in, you know, acting and stuff here and there. But like I said, it, it just comes down to your priorities and how you manage everything. Mm-hmm. So um, there's definitely an interest there. I, it hasn't something, it's not something I've pushed aside at all, but um, just because I have other strong priorities that come before that, it's not something I have pursued, but who knows? Maybe and it's not sure. like it's not going to be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, when the, hockey's... Yeah, it's, it's nice. I have a, a small in into a couple yeah, things. Yeah, you have a little in. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, we were talking about discipline, and I can remember, I mean, your dad, your dad and your mom, they come from two different cultures. Right. Your dad was yeah. so disciplined. Born in Russia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, his upbringing, everything is so different than your mom's. And um, so when you were young, I mean, I can remember as your grandma how... You know, your dad yeah, is very a very strong, strong and strict, rigorous. Yes, yes. But he had that. It was beautiful mm-hmm. because it gave you guys so much um, more, mm-hmm. I think, than had you maybe just come from both an American culture. Right. Where your mom was more, you know, because she was born in my family here, <laughs> um, laid back maybe a little bit. But right. what she gained from your father mm-hmm. in that discipline, I mean, mm-hmm. look at her today. Yeah. The discipline, the um, uh, her business mind now. I mean, I know your dad was encouraging her, you know, early on to be, you know, the best right. and to go out there. And he was, I mean, he was yeah. strong where she didn't have that in our family. Right. So it's it's a beautiful balance, mm-hmm. and then you guys can reap the benefits, yeah. you know, from from the Definitely. two different cultures and upbringing. One of the most amazing things about um, my dad, in particular, is he did raise it so strictly and rigorously, but in such a way that the entire time I felt so incredibly loved by him. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was out of anger or out of right. hatred or anything. It was incredible, and that's one thing I hope. I can express to my mm-hmm. kids is that same discipline, but in mm-hmm. such a way where I just felt so loved that he loves me and he's doing this because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. wants the best for me. Um, right. But yeah, that perfect, that perfect mixture really did come nicely. I mean, it's, it was sort of like a best of both worlds, which I'm mm-hmm. obviously you're benefiting and, from. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, he was definitely stricter, and it, the reason that has benefited me so much is simply because I chose the same sort of field that he was in growing up and mm-hmm. through his career. Um, and that discipline is essential when being and, an athlete. And I think a lot of it is the in, the intentional investment. Yes. I mean, it's an intentional love. Mm-hmm. It's an intentional parenting. It's mm-hmm. the parents saying, I see you. I love you. I want to be there. I want to be an encourager for right. you. And, you know, kids don't know what they want to do in the beginning. So you're if you're not intentional with mm-hmm. them, if you're not watching them and being invested in them, mm-hmm. you don't know. So you kind of give them a menu of, of oh, what to do or what's out totally. there for you and then for them to be That's encouragers. Right. And That's I right. Think that what both your parents have done. Mm-hmm. You yeah. guys, I mean, Shalene, you and Bryce are such encouragers. Yeah. Um, and that's what you have poured into your children. And uh, the same with Lev and Can- uh, Lev and Val and, Can- Val yeah. and Candace. So yeah. as how is mothers, I guess my question to Brooke and Lev is, how as mothers can we encourage our 
our children to go out into the world and make eternal an eternal difference when our natural instinct is to protect mm-hmm. you guys, mm-hmm. make sure crap doesn't mess up, right. get in there, have your teacher change the grade, yeah. help you pass the mm-hmm. test. Help blah, blah, blah. In a society where moms want so badly, even more than dads, I think sometimes, mm-hmm. a mom has this mama bear, yep. don't mess with my kids. That's you don't right. want to see that oh, yeah. come out in me. Mm-hmm. And so how can our listeners and even for us, like our takeaway – when we want to let the reins out, what would be what would you suggest our listeners who are mothers do to encourage their children to go out into the world and make disciples? Mm. Well, I was thinking about this question, and it's it's a tricky one for this reason because I feel like there's such a little sweet spot for that because there's on one end of the spectrum there's being what do you call it like a helicopter, helicopter mom, mom <laughs> you know always hovering around and, yep, I like that. you know I like that. and then on the other end of the spectrum it's you know leaving your kid to do whatever they want not caring at all you're not Just even there go yeah, do right, it. right and then right in the middle i think that sweet spot is in certain situations giving them the freedom but when they do mess up and when they do make mistakes making sure they learn from those and not being afraid to correct them mm-hmm. in that situation mm-hmm. um because um, I have a younger brother, Max, and so like we give him the free reins on lots of things. And look at um, he says we as yeah. a big brother. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> my, mom and dad. Yeah, Natasha we, just moved out, yeah, so we're we, giving him a little more rein. But I, we, we try and let him make decisions on his own, and <laughs> and he he does great in a lot of them, and some of them, you know, just like all of us, we mess up sometimes. Sure. But with Max, we have to make sure he really learns from his mistakes because sometimes he'll do the same thing over and over and over again. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Sort of making sure that um, as a mother, your kid, you know, learns from their mistakes if they make one when giving him that freedom. But like I said, it's a tough question just because there is that super that's sweet very wise. spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think, Brooke? I think, firstly, it's really important for you to figure out what your kid loves. What does your kid love to do? And then get the frick behind that. Mm. Go all out and support whatever they love to do. Because then they'll feel so supported, so loved by you. And they'll start to kindle this deep, deep deep-rooted respect for you. So when you do mess up, when you do things wrong, and your parent comes alongside you and says, Hey, let's, let's head in this direction instead of this direction. You will receive that mm-hmm. instead of, give them the stiff arm and say, no, mom, I don't want to receive what you're saying right now. And so I think that's something that you and dad have done really well in my life is you understand what my goals are um, and what I love to do, um, which is, you know, playing lacrosse, reading, you know, all these different things. And you've been very supportive in doing that. So my dad, a couple of days ago, he goes, Brooke, I ordered something for you. So and, and he was so excited. He was almost peeing himself. I know. He, the he was like, it's coming gum. in. It's coming in. And I literally did, had no idea what I was going to expect in this Amazon box. <laughs> so a couple days later, this Amazon box shows up on the porch. I'm like, oh, there's dad's exciting <laughs> gift that he has. Oh I grab the box, get a little knife, cut that thing open. I, and when I open the box, I come to find it's a weighted running vest. <laughs> yes! He, and that was literally the most perfect and kind gift to give me, even though this sounds absurd. Um, because he goes out there every Tuesday, I mean, every Thursday and Saturday, and he times my sprint workout, 
And then on the beach in Malibu, they're running it. Yep. And so by him doing that, he's saying, Hey, Bricky, I support what you're doing. I Mm -hmm. see what you're doing. And I want to help you make strides toward your goal. And, um, I think that's what parents should continue to do right now is just come alongside your kids, support them in what they love. And like Lev was saying, come alongside them when Mm -hmm. things are going rough. Because I know for uh, Bryce and I, and, and I know Barbara, you're the same, um, especially pouring into your grandkids too, is that my number one goal, if you guys get anything right, That's right. I don't care if you went to Harvard, I don't know if you got good grades, I don't care if you make perfect decisions, but do you know God and are you known by God? Is that your own? You're not piggyback, piggybacking on me or what I've said I believed or what you've seen dad and I believe. Um, and I've known Lev since the day he was born too. I was at the hospital when you were born. It's like, I want to be sure that you guys hear well done at the end of your life. So if getting behind what you're doing allows me to have space to pour into your life mm-hmm. so I can see what you really worship, because it's fun yeah. to get excited about things and it's fun yeah. to be successful at things and work hard yeah. at something and achieve things. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, do your work under the Lord. So go big or go home. Like Mm -hmm. God's in the victory business. I plan on winning when I'm doing things. I'm not showing up to lose. But if I miss out on pointing you to the cross, I I lost. Mm -hmm. And really at the end of the day, that's the only thing I want to be sure. Mm -hmm. My young my kids, even my husband in my marriage, my my so desire is that you hear well done at the end of your life. Yep. Is there any greater gift than you can do as a parent to pour into your into your kids that God entrusted to you? Is, is that and and then everything else, you know? Yeah, it's, it's I it. think it's with every every one. It's the assurance of their eternal salvation. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing. And all the For worldliness, sure. all the wonderful things that you guys are doing, and you're doing it unto the Lord. He has mm-hmm. given you every gift that you have, from your parents to you know to the your, breath that you're taking, the breath yeah. that you're taking, everything. <laughs> if I say you can breathe yes. today, <gasps> okay, yes. thank you, God. But it's it's when you get low like that, you humble yourself, and I think mm-hmm. that that's the one thing I've really respected about both of you. I've watched your life and I've watched the accolades and I've watched you rise to greatness at mm-hmm. very young ages because I truly believe that God has anointed your lives. There's there's an anointing on your lives. That's the first thing I said to your mom after you were done preaching. I'm like, <laughs> drop the mic. Okay, like, you know what I'm saying? It was unbelievable. And watching you two rise up, you're both 19, Brooke's about to turn 20, and it's like, are you kidding me what God can do? I was trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to wear and what shoes and at, at your yeah. age, I, I did not have the, the strong foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so encouraging. Yeah. It's so encouraging to know, like pour in, train up. The Bible says train up in a child in the way they should go. And when they're older, like you guys right now, they're not going to depart from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not about me. Yep. It's all about him. Right. I could be dead today. This is it. So did I point you to truth? And I, I love this whole truth statement thing yeah. now. I think it's trusting God with those outcomes, letting him being the author of your outcomes, what you what you mm. were saying right there. Let God be the author of not only your outcomes, but your kids' outcomes. You mm. need to trust him with mm. that. You're going to work as if it was all up to you and pray as if it was all up to God. Yes. You know, because as you support your kids, you're going to gain that influence and um, they're going to trust what you say and the way that you're leading them and pointing them to God. And then it's up to him um, just to take that. And that's so awesome. That So what came to my mind was parents out there who maybe don't have financial means to 
help encourage and support their children like you. I mean, sports is expensive. College is expensive. So what would you say to parents whose children, they love to read or they love to, you know, maybe cook or maybe, you know, they don't have the means to financially support their children. Mm -hmm. So how would you encourage them to do whatever it is that they can do until, I don't know, God leads them uh, in a direction of where he wants them to go. The, one of the things I learned that completely changed my life um, was, you know, our life isn't, you know, a straight shot one way. It's, it's a big roller coaster. We have ups, we mm-hmm. have downs. And when I was in a super low place one time, what I realized was that when I felt like I had nothing, I realized that um, <clears throat> you don't realize Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have. And um, that's when I kind of realized that, listen, like, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter, like, my financial statements. It doesn't matter, you know, the profession I'm going to pursue. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's all about Jesus. Yeah. And so I think that, um, obviously, it's, it's, it's tough for me to speak about this because I haven't necessarily experienced what a lot of other people go through, living such, um, you know, a lavish lifestyle with parents who have a good income and always supporting me and um, providing for me. But um, uh, kind of going back to um, how mothers and parents can support their children, like Brooke said, I think it's just finding out what your children love mm-hmm. and being behind that. And I think that... Um, yeah, that in, doesn't take money. Right. In, right. Exactly. To show in, up. In, to in, show up, in, in every different situation, mm-hmm. a kid's going to love something. You know, when a kid only has so much, they're still going to love to do one of those things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. really getting behind that and supporting mm-hmm. them through mm-hmm. that is amazing. Because I remember that's one thing my parents preach to me every single day is they go, I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're an athlete. I don't care if you're an actress yeah. or actor. I don't care if you want to go into the food industry. That's that's what my dad said. He goes, I don't care, Lev, if you're flipping burgers, you're going to be the best burger flipper in the entire world. That's right. He goes, I don't care what you do, but whatever you pick, I want to support you and help you become the best you can be at that. And Mm. I think that's, that's why I, you know, have felt so supported by my parents mm-hmm. is because I get to choose what I love and they're behind me no matter what. Yeah, and there's no money up. involved in that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't have up. to be monetary. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think along with that, along with how parents can support their kids, not monetarily, say if, you have, if you're penniless, right. something you can always do is make your knees bruised by the amount that you pray for your kids. Mm. That changes their entire life. I have seen crazy things about this weird connection when a mother prays for their kids. I don't know what it is, but I think there is this supernatural connection when a mom gets on her knees and prays for her children. Crazy things happen and Mm -hmm. God moves. So if you're a mom and you're like, oh man, I don't have the funds to do what my kid wants to do, blah, blah, blah. uh, God is in control of all of that. He sees you. He sees your circumstances. Go to him mm-hmm. and talk to him about it because he loves to hear about it. He wants to be invited obedience, into obedience, it. and just praying that's and going to so the Father. That's so good, blessings. Brooke. Yep, that's so awesome. good. Well, thank you, Brooke and Lev. Ooh, oh man, my yes. God, yes. so fast. <laughs>
for joining us in the splash zone. So we had a high five go on in the air. That's our first high five. I like, love it. You two are world changers, mm-hmm. but you're world changers for Jesus. That's right. You're making deposits in heaven and you're making a huge splash in this world. And we can't wait to have you back on the show and watch what God's yes. going to do in and through your lives. I, I just, I can't even believe it. I want to thank you listeners for tuning in. We love, we love hearing mm. from you. We love reading your comments. So wherever you're listening, just drop us a note on that platform. It'd be awesome. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram right. at the Splash Podcast. I'll put up some of these pictures of Lev and, uh, and Brooke, even with her running vest and stuff. And I got some cute <laughs> shots of, uh, of, of Val working out Lev, which are great. But keep spreading the love and mm. encouragement to rehydrate people. But I think my takeaway too is splash on our knees this week. Mm. Let's get on our knees and splash. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com. <laughs>